Welcome to the ISA's Science of Arboriculture podcast series. This series was developed by the International Society of Arboriculture and is brought to you by the Bartlett Tree Expert Company, caring for America's trees since 1907. This is Tom Smiley at the Bartlett Tree Research Laboratory with this month's podcast by Amanda Carpenter. Amanda is a doctor of physical therapy in New York State. This podcast features her talk on athletes of the green industry. It was originally presented at the ISA 2012 International Conference in Portland, Oregon. So Dr. Ball gave us a wonderful presentation on um, you guys as athletes. How many of you in this room are climbers or tree workers, ground workers? Perfect. So what we're going to do is we're going to give you some really simple things that you can start doing Monday morning or actually immediately to start taking care of your body. The one thing we're not going to talk about is the training and conditioning because you guys basically compete in that sawdust triathlon day in and day out and that's your training. Um, so as Dr. John Ball was talking about, you guys are industrial athletes. You work in the industry every single day. You're climbing trees um, and that's pretty much what professional athletes do. Every day they're going out and practicing and working with different things. And um, athlete just means being proficient in exercise. Um, to function like an athlete, one must care for their body as one. Um, Amanda and I want to just kind of give you guys some, um, thank you, um, tools to kind of think about when you're out uh, working and taking care of your body when you're not working so that you guys have longer careers because as Dr. Ball said, you guys are in the industry for over 20 years. Um, some of the basic things we're just going to touch on are proper nutrition, nutrition, adequate hydration, rest and recovery, sleep, and then we'll kind of touch on training and conditioning. So basically you don't have to read all this. I'm going to summarize it. This is as technical as this presentation is going to possibly get. So how do we turn what we eat into energy? If we take in carbohydrates, does everybody know what a carbohydrate is? Your breads, your pastas, your cereal, those kind of things, your proteins or your um, meat, your nuts, things like that. So when we eat a carbohydrate, our body stores that as glycogen. Glycogen is later broken down into glucose to use for energy. So when you guys are out on the job site, you need that glucose for that immediate energy. So what happens when those glycogen stores are empty, we start burning fat. I don't know of too many fat arborists though, that's the problem. So it's really important that you guys are eating adequate carbohydrate intake in order to give you the energy to be efficient throughout the day, productive, and limit your, your accident uh, rate. Um, let's see. Okay, so one thing I want to make sure of is a lot of industrial athletes 
tell me they skip breakfast. How many of you eat breakfast out there? Perfect, excellent. How many of you take a mid-morning snack break? Come down out of the tree and take a snack break. That's what's real important because when those glycogen stores are depleted and you don't have fat to burn for energy, what are you running on? You're gonna end up hitting that wall. So it's really important that you take that time in the mid-morning after about 90 minutes, that's about what our body can sustain with those glycogen stores, 90 minutes you need to take a break for hydration, which we'll talk about later, and then also for a snack to give you energy. And that snack needs to be carbohydrates, not high protein. Um, and I just want to touch on athletes should avoid low and no carbohydrate diets. Those are for weight loss. You need energy in order to do your job. So you need the carbohydrates to give you that energy. So if you're not intaking any carbohydrates and you're getting rid of all of that glycogen, then you've got nothing to run on. The reason people drop weight real quickly when they're on a low or no carbohydrate diet is because when that glycogen is stored in the liver, it's stored with water. So when they don't have that water retention, they drop weight real quickly. But it's real important for that energy that you intake adequate carbohydrates and avoid those low or no carbohydrate diets. Now in the winter time when you're not as busy and you're not as active, that's when you can cut down on your carbohydrate intake a bit. So again, just to sum it up, carbohydrates and fats are used for energy, and the fats we're talking about are your oils, um, also the fats found in nuts. The, those are your healthy, unsaturated fats. You need those for energy. Protein is used for tissue repair. So there's key amino acids that we get from animal protein to repair the tissues. So when you guys are working all day and you have a minor injury or you overexert yourself and strain your muscles, protein is what repairs that. Getting stronger and, and doing strength training, which is done day in and day out, that actually is a breakdown of the tissue. The body repairs that tissue and the healing process gets, the muscle gets bigger and hypertrophies. So protein is what's used to repair those tissues. Adequate protein intake is real important for that repair process. How many of you eat lunch? Take a break to eat lunch. Good. A lot of industrial athletes tell me that they don't because they don't like that afternoon sluggishness that they get. The afternoon sluggishness is when you have a lunch that's too carbohydrate heavy and in a simple form of carbohydrates, meaning like your Twinkies and your white bread and that sort of thing. You want a more balanced meal. You want some protein, some fats, and some carbohydrates. If your entire lunch is carbohydrate heavy, what's gonna happen is you'll have immediate energy and then you'll crash. And that crash is from insulin levels that are released after you eat all carbohydrates. That insulin will go to your brain and make you a little bit foggy and will also slow your reaction time. So make sure that your lunch has a bit of protein and a bit of fat in it. Um, we already talked about not skipping breakfast. Okay, now we're gonna change gears a little bit and talk about we fuel our body with food as energy. So we rev the engine, we rev the engine, but how do we keep the engine nice and cool? When we, when we exercise, when you guys are out there climbing the tree and working the tree and being active, there's that energy expenditure which raises our core body temperature. We need to get rid of that heat. So our first line of defense is getting hot and you start stripping off clothes. That's where the blood flow goes from the core to the extremities. We get warm and then shed layers. 
then we start breathing heavier. And that heavier breathing, each time we exhale, we release heat. The most important way that we shed the heat from the core body is through sweating. So sweat must evaporate in order to cool. So we are exercising and we're working and we first get warm and then we start breathing heavy and then we start sweating. Well, we're not gonna sweat if we're dehydrated. That sweat accumulates on the surface of the skin and it's through evaporation that it cools. So our body can lose up to three liters of water in one hour, but we can only absorb one liter. So it's super important that you go into your day properly hydrated. Those of you that work in hot, humid environments, you've got to be careful because if that sweat can't evaporate from the surface of your skin, then you're not going to have adequate cooling taking place. You can wipe the sweat, but if it's not evaporating, you're not cooling. So you need to be very careful. Um, so with the, the sweating and everything, about half of your body weight is um, water. Um, and you need a 12 additional ounces for every hour of sweating. So if you think about eight ounces is usually what a cup of water is. Um, and if you're a 60, 160 pound person, you require 80 ounces per day. So that's 10 cups of water. Um, and you need 12 additional ounces for every hour of sweat. So if you look at our lovely little equation down there, 80 ounces plus 12 times 4 equals 128 ounces. So about a gallon of water a day is what you guys should be taking in if you're outside working and sweating and climbing in trees and all that kind of stuff. And that's minimum for four hours of sweating. But how many of you sweat for more than four hours? A good number of you. So keep that in mind. So a gallon is an absolute minimum, 160 pound person, it's 50% of your body weight. So if you're 200 pounds, you need 100 of ounces at baseline and then 12 additional ounces for every hour of sweat. So what is proper, the proper way to hydrate is to drink water. Um, you want to try and get drinks with like electrolytes because when you're sweating, you're losing salts and that kind of thing. And that's why they have Gatorade and Powerade and that kind of stuff. Um, staying away from caffeinated things. Um, non-alcoholic things and carbonation kind of deoxygenates I can't say the word deoxygenates your blood um, <coughs> and you want to avoid the energy drinks with the high caffeine because that's not going to be very productive you'll kind of go through a crash basically after you have it Um, and then along with, with hydration, you have dehydration. You guys should probably be aware of some of the symptoms, and I'm sure many of your um, bosses kind of warn you of this. Um, it impairs your coordination, makes your concentration difficult, decreases per de uh, your performance, causes cramping, headaches, slows reaction ta uh, time, and it can be an increased risk of accidents. So basically when you're dehydrated, it's like you're out there on the job drunk because that's about how your body's going to feel. So we talked about that evaporation of the sweat in order to cool the body. If you're dehydrated, you're not gonna have the same sweat production and you increase your risk of heat exhaustion or heat stroke. So you wanna keep that in mind. So rest and recovery. How many of you take a day off for rest every week? Not very many of you. A lot, a lot of tree climbers that I know. How many of you are rock climbing on the weekends? 
not too many are exercising. Real important you take that day of rest because that's when your body repairs itself. So you not only need sleep, which we're going to talk about in a minute, but just rest, a day of not doing much of anything, very similar to what you're doing now. That's when your energy stores are replenished. So that's when we take in the carbohydrates, we replenish them so that tomorrow we can go out and work even harder. When you work and work and work and you don't take that rest, number one, your body doesn't have time to repair, and number two, you're going to end up hitting the wall and crashing. You've got no energy to run on. So sleep, seven and a half to eight hours sleep is what an average adult needs, and everybody a little bit different. But sleep is the time that the body repairs. We talked about when, the, when we exercise or when we get injured, that muscle breakdown that occurs, the body is repairing and rebuilding that muscle tissue at night when we sleep. So it's really important to get adequate sleep in order to function. Um, adequate sleep ultimately means improved performance. So Michael Phelps skipped the opening ceremonies of the Olympics because he wanted to get adequate sleep in order to have optimal performance that next morning. So something you guys want to think about. This is a picture. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. This is a picture of Sophie Elizabeth Carpenter. The reason that Ed, my brother, is not here is he's a new dad. So he's not getting adequate sleep right now. He also runs a production tree company. Um, and so he cut out of the conference early in order to get back to his, his home duties. So that's his little girl, my niece. So see, sleep deprivation, it causes physical and mental decline. Very similar, again, to being dehydrated and out there functioning on the job like you're drunk. It decreases your coordination and agility. Um, chronic sleep deprivation um, reduces your ability to solve problems and do day-to-day -day things, difficulty concentrating, impaired motor skills, decreased judgment, decreased coordination and reaction times. Um, all these things lead to risk of accident. Um, and Dr. John Ball was telling us about, he has a list of you know, bad accidents that have happened because people probably have some of these symptoms from sleep deprivation or being dehydrated or just not taking care of themselves. So in summary, the benefits of caring for your body like an athlete, you feel better. I mean, who doesn't want to feel good every day? You wake up in the morning, oh, another day, I've got to go to work, and you drag yourself to work. So just by being adequately hydrated, having enough sleep, making sure that you have adequate rest and recovery time, you're going to feel better in general, better quality of life. It's going to enhance your performance on the job, which is important whether you're an owner-operator or you're employed by somebody. You want optimal performance for optimal productivity. You're going to decrease your risk of an accident, and that's one of the most important things. The ergonomic in the ergonomic microtraumatic accidents that we talk about, and then also the traumatic accidents. And ultimately, it's going to improve your productivity and your profitability, which basically athletes make money based on how efficient they are at, at the sport that they do. So negotiating their contracts, the better athlete they are, the more money they make. The more productive arborist you are, the more money you should make, essentially. So you want to 
remember that your, bo your body is your moneymaker. You want to take care of it. Just like ath athletes are paid to take care of their body, and they have multiple people to help them do that. They're told what to eat. They're told how much they need to sleep. They're told when they need to rest. So you guys want to be disciplined and take care of yourself, similar to those paid athletes. This concludes Amanda Carpenter's talk on athletes of the green industry. If you would like to learn more about ergonomics, you can find additional materials at the ISA web store, including the DVD titled Ergonomic Awareness and Safety for the Tree Worker. If you would like to receive CEUs for listening to today's lecture, visit the ISA online store and select CEU quizzes. If you have recommendations for future topics to cover in this podcast series, please contact the ISA at elearning at isa-arbor.com. Thank you for listening to this episode, which was brought to you by the Bartlett Tree Expert Company, caring for America's trees since 1907. Remember to subscribe to this podcast series and join us next time for another episode of Science of Arboriculture. Trees in every country. Trees, you know we can. Work together and learn what we need to meet the challenge. Traditional skills and modern techniques. Whatever language you speak, you have a world to offer every day. Climb with the ISA.